Hi, and welcome to the Days Gone podcast. I'm Claire Weaver, a screenwriter, author, and diehard Days Gone fan, and this podcast is a place to discuss the game in all its glory, share my opinions, both popular and unpopular, and listen to me fangirl over one of the best games ever made. There will be spoilers ahead, so continue at your own risk. Welcome to The Freak Show. Today, I want to talk about a very contentious issue, Schizo. I said in a previous podcast, he is my favorite character, and I know a lot of people have a lot of hate for Schizo. And, you know, honestly, I do too. Guy's a fucking asshole, but he's still my favorite character. So get ready to argue with me. Get ready to yell at your phone or or computer or however you listen to this. I'm here for the hate. If you want to email me, if you want to send messages to me and tell me how wrong I am, feel free. I invite it. (laughs) I will argue with you. I love Schizo. I love him because he is a great bad guy. And I'm going to tell you why. So normally in games and in movies, you have villains who have a very particular point of view. And, and nine times out of ten, you can be like, fuck that guy. That that opinion that he has is stupid and wrong. I know he's the bad guy. Our hero is the good guy. And I know how the story is going to go. The thing with Schizo is his opinion is not actually wrong, and I'm talking about the Lost Lake Schizo to begin with here. I'm not talking about the Militia Camp Schizo. I agree with everyone, fuck that guy. But the the Lost Lake Schizo, he kind of won me over. His whole thing about Iron Mike, I actually, by the end of it, was agreeing with him. that, And I was starting to think, oh my god, where is the storyline going? Is Iron Mike actually crazy? Is Schizo actually trying to save the camp from Iron Mike? Is Iron Mike going to shoot himself and everyone else in the foot, trying to have a truce with the Rippers? Because we we see the Rippers. We know how terrible they are. We know that they only have their best interests at heart. The stakes in this world are too high to play pacifist. I understand what Iron Mike was trying to do. I think if it, if I were in that situation, I would probably be like Iron Mike, trying to, you know, I'm an idealist. I think Iron Mike's an idealist, so I get it. But I think if I was in a post-apocalyptic world in charge of a camp and trying to run it as an idealist, I don't think we'd all survive. I think the Rippers would fucking slaughter us. I don't think it would be, certainly in the early days of of the post-apocalypse, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you've got to be a lot more brutal. As much as I hate Tucker and her plan with the irrigation in the desert was stupid, she kind of, you know, she she was in her own way trying to fix an extreme problem with an extreme solution. That's a whole issue for another podcast, (laughs) our thoughts on Tucker. With Iron Mike, I I love Lost Lake. I think it's the best camp, although I hate driving through it. Man, I always get lost on those little winding roads and I end up running into a tree stump. But I think it's the best camp out of the game because it seems like the most normal, the most level-headed. But here's the thing, Iron Mike's desire to have a a truce after what happened in Sherman's camp, I get it, but I just don't think it's going to work. When Schizo starts mentioning this, and he's like, yeah, I see it. I understand it. I think it makes sense. And he actually had me convinced. As much as, you know, Deacon and Schizo obviously don't get on, they're obviously such different personality types, but you can see how Schizo has a point. And so I was kind of on his side. And I think that's why he's my favorite character, because even though he sells you out not once but twice, brutally, both times, his intentions were for the greater good. And I just felt that although the outcomes and although what he did is is despicable, it made him an interesting character. 
he wasn't just a villain that just had a different point of view from the the leader and ended up just taking over the camp. He the storyline had a cool twist, and it was only possible because Schizo was a cool character that that had you convinced. I was convinced that Iron Mike was fucking crazy. That's how convincing Schizo is. I think he he's just really good at what he does. Of course, if you look around later on in the game, you can actually find a collectible that is Schizo's shit list, and you see that some of the names on the shit list are the people that had air quotes disappeared and you realize that Schizo had actually gotten rid of them, which is sort of implied, but it's never really explicit until you find the shit list. And I thought that was really interesting. Just all the details that went into Schizo that gave him depth and made him an interesting character. I also like the fact that he's got fucking balls. Like he will just lie like a sociopath when you're in the militia camp and he shows up and he says that he saw you try to rape someone. That was like Damn, and he's that's the thing though, he's so convincing. And he he remembers enough details that he can sell any lie because he knows about the back tattoo and he can like spin it just in the right way. He knows about the colonel's religiosity. So he can spin the tattoo as like a hellhound thing. And it's just it's so he's so convincing. And that's what makes him such an interesting character. I had a couple questions about the storyline that maybe maybe you can chime in and kind of if anyone has any insight. So I mentioned Iron Mike and what happened at Sherman's camp. I don't think that it's actually clear what happened at Sherman's camp. There was some sort of truce that was broken and a lot of people died, but it's not quite clear. Is it a truce with the Rippers? In which case, why does he have another truce now? Or is it a truce with someone else? Because you don't see any Ripper bodies. So I'm like, who who is the truce with and what exactly happened? If anyone has any insight or, or theories on that, let me know. Let's discuss that in another episode. And the second thing is when you get to the final fight with Schizo, he makes some comment about how he stopped the colonel from, I think he said something like bashing Sarah's head in. He protected Sarah from the colonel and, and convinced the colonel that Sarah wasn't in on the whole let's escape the militia camp thing to, to save her ass. Which, cool, if he if he did that. But, I mean, at that point, like, I don't believe anything that comes out of this kid's mouth. But what do you think he was alluding to? Because he has proven himself to be a really good liar and really good at weaving truth into his lies to make them convincing. So... I don't think that the colonel was going to bash Sarah's head in, but do you think that he did help her case by disassociating her from Deacon? Again, it's one of those things that like, I really want more info, and there really isn't enough in the game. So if anyone has any theories, let me know. Well, that concludes this episode. Thank you for hearing me go on about Schizo and how genius he is. You can email me your thoughts, comments, opinions, and counter-arguments at daysgonepod at gmail.com. You can also find me moderating the Days Gone subreddit. Thanks for listening. Weaver out.